Hey Rollers, this is Josh. If you're a nerd like us, you should check out our Patreon. We have bonus QPR content, like what Eek and Emberlin are doing while the party continues their adventure, Solinar first getting into an Ilarian gang, or how Boat got into the professional wrestling circuit. Thank you so much. We're only able to record QPR with the support of listeners like you. Check us out at patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. Yeah, just pouring honey all over us. That um, got weird. Pour some honey on me. That got real weird real fast. In the name of Southern Comfort. That's uh, not. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Hello, friend. Please, stay a while and listen. Ah, so you seek lore from the Temple of Bronze. There is a tale of five great adventurers who sought to cleanse the temple of the foul corruption that infested its halls. After entering the temple, they found a hidden door behind a weeping statue. In fact, many doors were hidden and locked, so the lock-picking rogue of the group had their work cut out. Oh, the corruption. Foul growths of flesh and bloat spread slowly along the metal and stone, subsisting off of what only the gods may know. I believe these adventurers named the growths Blobs. But the challenges did not end there. Though they found the temple's treasury, their excitement for opening chests for the loot within eventually got their better, falling into the trap of two mimics. Here. Let me find my tome, and I'll tell you the rest. All right, so the initiative order is going to go Solinar, Koza, Boat, Johannes, uh, one of the mimics, Alita, the second mimic. And currently, Solinar is on the ground, the mimic's tongue wrapped around his ankle and pulling him towards its mouth. The rest of you are standing there, not wrapped up in mimic tongue. We just stand there. <laughs> we stand there. Uh, Alright, so Solonar's gonna try to pull attention out and swipe at the Mimic Tongue. Mm -hmm. Uh, The whole time he's gonna be like, no, 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 no. Uh, Will a 15 do it? A 15 will hit. Yay! Is 10 pierce slash slashing damage enough to get his ankle free of Mimic Tongue? It is enough for it to to let out a sound and withdraw its tongue into its mouth. An arc of slime and slobber sort of hits the hits the air as it retracts its tongue. Uh, Solinar is just going to, I, I don't know what crawling speed is. I think it's 10 <laughs> feet per five, but I think he's just going to scramble backwards on like all four. Got it. Koza, that means it's your time to shine, friendo. Yeah, okay. so um, Koza, the spores around him, sort of become more noticeable as his symbiotic entity becomes active. 
Um, and I'm going to use my bonus action to chile my staff. Boat brings it up to you. Uh, so how far away from the Mimic am I? You're maybe 15 feet. All right. Uh, I'm going to start off with a good old rage. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to uh, approach and attack with my great axe. All right. Nat 20. All right. You know what that means. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Uh, so that's 24, 27. Cool beans. All right. You want to, you didn't kill it, but you want to narrate that hit? Uh, I smash right into the, to the top of its like uh, chest form and lodge my axe there before dragging it out with uh, slime and pseudopod goo. Uh... Johannes, you're up next. I, since Boat has dragged the tongue out of this, uh, Johannes jumps up and he, with, uh, with a mighty, uh, two shields in his hands, he kind of like helicopters over and tries to land shield first, like an elbow drop on the tongue. Oh yeah. What kind of damage is that going to do? Bashing. Bludgeoning. Yeah. Elbow damage. Yeah. yeah, I'm fine with bludgeoning. My question is how much, like, like what, what do you roll for that? I, that's what has been my question for your world now. Go ahead and roll to attack. Oh, uh, only, what is the, uh, oh, 14. Okay, that'll be a hit. Um, I'm going to have you go ahead and roll a d4 plus your strength modifier for damage for shield bashing. Five, six. All right, six damage is not bad. Yeah, so it just dry, it just drives the shield into its tongue. And that'll be what we do from now on. Hold yep. on. Yep, perfect. All righty. So the one that has been taking all of this damage is just not a pleased bean. So it's going to take its tongue and it's going to whip it at Johannes in both an attack and an attempt to hurt it is going to miss Johannes. Its tongue is going to stick to the floor immediately next to his feet, which will cause Alita to swing to smash at its tongue. Is it within 10 feet of me? Yes. Um, it needs to do a constitution saving throw. 10? 10 does not save. I'm actually remembering to use symbiotic entity, so I'm actually- I'm so proud. Doing this. I'm doing it, guys. I'm believing. I'm doing it. Oh my We're gosh, Chapman, the, 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 the look, your spoon, it has pudding in it now. Wow, there's a huge feast laid out before us. Yeah, so um, six necrotic damage. As the creature is slashing around in this space, as these uh, little spots of like mold try to like grow from it, they, they don't last long but they, they eat away at some of the flesh bit by bit. Yuck. There's like little rotten mold spots. and ah, Yeah. Tongue mold, baby. Ugh. So Alita is going to swing her mace and hit it while it is distracted by Koza's rotting attack. Um, the second mimic is going to go for Johannes. 11 to hit. That's not a question, right? That is a question. I, I Yeah, I have an armor class above 11. <laughs> <laughs> Between the breastplate and the, yeah, the shield. I, I have a dex bonus, if that's what you're asking. You also, you also like change your outfits and stuff just at a whim. So I was sort of checking. No, that's cool. I took my armor off. I still got a dex bonus and two shields. Yeah, 11 doesn't hit me. Oh, no. It's, like, 
real, real quick, before this come, becomes a, uh, comes up, <laughs> I, do have, I do have two shields. Does that affect my armor class? I don't, I'm fine either way. I just need to know. I mean, since you're not using any other weapons, yeah, yeah. you can get an extra AC bonus for your shields. Okay, what, what, should, what should that be? A shield, a shield is two. I would add. Should it, it be four? Yeah, I would yeah. add an. I would add an extra plus two. Cool. Okay. If I'm. Okay. Perfect. Because you you have no weapons. Otherwise, yeah. this is like so right. stupid. I want right. you to have some benefit. Yeah. Solinar. This discussion worked out great because I dropped a tiny d6 on the floor, and so the whole time you guys were talking about that, I was just scrambling around under the table trying to find that tiny d6. That's uh, right. That was my goal. That was our. That was yeah. what we were doing. That's what uh, we were talking about. It. Solinar stands up and gathers his composure and is like, "I know, uh, chests sometimes come alive, and this is something I was aware of. I just didn't think about it in this circumstance." And then he advances with attention forward, almost in a like attention between him and his foes kind of way, and he tries to like stab the uh, the closer mimic. Does a 14 hit? A 14 will hit. Okay. And there is somebody within five feet of it, right? Yep. Hell yeah. So Solinar is going to uh, kind of switch attention around a little bit and then just plunge it home into the body of the mimic. That's six plus nine is 15. Want to go ahead and narrate this kill? I think Solinar just like sinks attention in like halfway up the blade into the mimic and then wrenches it out. And as he wrenches it out, the mimic sort of like hisses and gurgles a little bit and then just sort of like collapses in on itself. All right, that leaves the other one, which licks its teeth in a way that implies hunger. I was going to say, do they taste good? Koza, you're up. Um, So Koza's going to turn to the other one and swing at it with his mushroom-covered staff. That is going to be a 19. To hit? Yes. Yeah, that's going to be a hit. Alright, he swings it down over his head and bonks it right on the top. Clocks it on its noggin. Yep. Four. Yeah, nine. uh, Eleven damage. So you're going to take it over your head and just like bap it in the noggin. It makes a pained sound, but you also hear sort of a hollow echo as your staff comes into contact with the pseudo wooden top. Okay. Boat. I guess I'm just going to go for the great axe again. Absolutely. All right. It's always a great choice. Ha ha ha. That time's just a non-natural 23. Uh, 12 damage on that. And I am not going to do my unarmed strike because I don't want to get grappled by a pseudopod. Fair and reasonable. Johannes. Johannes dashes into action, seeing the other mimic collapse. He he goes in front of the other one and he begins to, he takes uh, his shield and he puts it in front of him and he just charges at the other mimic. Okay. 21. All right, that's a hit. And he bounces off of it for six points of damage. This is ridiculous and charming. A good defense is a good offense. Chest. Okay. Uh, Alita's going to go ahead and just take her mace and swing it real hard, as you would expect from her being mad. All right, which brings us back to 
the mimic who is going to go for Johannes again. It misses. It decidedly misses. I'm just deflecting tongue off my shield. It, re- it like shoots out its tongue at you and you just like bap it aside with your shield like not today. Yeah, I have one over the top of me and one in front. I'm just like a phalanx. You're doing a phalanx? Yeah. All right, Solinar, you're up. Johannes is the only character I would expect a one-man phalanx out of. That's actually probably pretty fair. <laughs> a half-man phalanx. We round up. We round up. Uh, Solinar's going to try to get a little fancy with this one. And seeing that Johannes has a shield over him, he's going to be like, Johannes, brace. And he's going to try to do a handspring over Johannes's like overhead shield and then plunge attention in from above into the mimic. Yeah, as soon as its tongue That's comes out good. and Johannes blocks the tongue away and then goes into phalanx mode, uh, he jumps from behind me over my shoulders. Uh, because this is essentially a dual tech, I will allow advantage on this roll. It's okay. great because you don't am even I, have to jump high. I'm what three are, feet off the ground. Am I am I rolling acrobatics first to make sure I can do the handspring thing? Yes. Okay. Is that what I'm getting advantage on? I'm giving you advantage on both. Oh, dang. Okay. You're welcome. I really like it when you guys do dual techs. Uh, okay. I got... Uh, I got a 12 at first on the acrobatics, and then I got a 28. So you're doing great. So doing well there. Uh, and then with the attack, uh, that's a 25 and another 12. So I'm going to go with the 25 on that one. Okay. Solinar just like swings in from above and just brings attention down, like both hands, like one on the pommel and one on the handle and just drives attention into the mimic. All right, roll for damage. Well, that's surprisingly pitiful. Uh, With the sneak attack, we're looking at a total eight damage. It sounded so good. It sounded so great. I think think what happens here is Yeah, it was very, a lot of style points. Is that Solonar overshoots the mimic and ends up hitting behind it more than like dead center. Mm-hmm. You hit it in its mimic butt. Basically, yes. All right, Koza. Yes. Can you make up for the pitiful damage? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so again, Koza is going to take another whack at this thing. <laughs> will a nine hit? No, a nine will not hit. Okay. All right, boat. Um, I mean, I, fi- I found something that works pretty well here. <laughs> You're just going to... Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to keep doing that. With a cry of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you plunge your great axe. Yeah, if it ain't boat, don't fix it. Um, uh, Implying boat is horribly broken. 19. (laughs) It's a hit. Only nine damage. Only nine damage. It's better than Solinar did. Got him. With a sneak attack. Yeah, that's all I'm going to do. Cool. Johannes, you're up. Yeah, seeing all these things going off around him, Johannes uh, goes into wedge formation, which is where he puts the shields into a wedge and he tries to wedge his way. He sees like a small opening where uh, the axe has kind of split the creature and he tries to wedge through it. Okay. The That's disgusting. 23. All right. That's a hit. Uh, seven damage. Seven damage? Yes. All right, you want to narrate it? 
Yeah, he goes it right as you boat killed it. You got axe, just enough to kill it. Right as boat removes the axe, Johannes goes under his legs, and as soon as he gets through the legs, he puts the shields out in front of him in a V wedge, and he just as fast as he can run, wedges the shields into this creature, and then you see all of his back muscles ripple. You don't see at all, actually, because they're under bronze priest robes and then under armor because Johannes wears armor. And then he, uh, <laughs> but you see his like his hands are arms are shaking, and then he goes, Dah! and he tears the chest in twain. Dang. Yoik. Dang. Yoik. All right. There's so the blood and ichor sprays, and Johannes goes back into phalanx formation. <laughs> to protect his lovely hair. His hair, um, yeah. As the parts of the mimic hit the ground, they dissolve into sort of this amorphous nothingness. People are going to be so mad at me. I just got two attacks, and I <laughs> don't even have a weapon. All right. Uh, so real quick, and uh, Johannes looks down at his shields, and he's like, I've, you know, I've... I love these shields. This is really great. This bronze shield in particular, I haven't really taken the time to properly examine this dragon and this bronze shield. It matches my robe, so I'm very happy to have it. But I wonder, is it magical? I rolled a nat one. <laughs> it is blessed by soon herself. Oh my. She has gifted her power in your valor to the bronze dragon cause. After this battle, I've realized something. I look down at the shield and I'm staring into its eyes and its eyes are staring into my soul. And I realize this shield was bestowed upon me as soon as a blessing to become a dragon priest. I'd say, turning to the party, I'm gonna be the uh, uh, bronze dragon priest, Alita. Okay. Um. Yeah, all right, that, yeah, okay. We're gonna need to get the dragons back before we can find you a dragon to be a priest of, but yeah, no, this is, I'm okay with this. Oh my, I, it, it all became so clear in this moment. It soon ha, has always revealed to me her blessings through beauty, and, and, and I knew I couldn't just rip a chest in half. I can't do that. But with the power of soon and the power of the dragons, he says, holding one shield up for each. He's like, I can do anything. <laughs> I did not expect a failed Arcana check to lead to an entire character arc. I'll be the shield of the world. Okay. Uh, so this room seems to be a bit of a dead end. Uh, it was it in was character development. No, no, I was just going to say this room is a dead end. Uh, so uh, when uh, once you guys defeat the mimics, you realize that there's not really much here. The room itself has been ransacked. Quick question. Do the mimics leave a corpse? Uh, they dissolve into like this gross sort of pudding goo. So would you gel describe, stuff? would you describe that as a corpse, though? No. OK. I would describe it as remains, but not a corpse. So quick, other quick question. I, um, I absolutely, I don't know if either of the, obviously I have no idea for one of these shields, but I don't know if either of these shields require attunement. Um, but I absolutely attune to both. Okay, good. No. Okay. But I attune to both. Uh, Johannes attunes to both. Cool. Um, I just Wait, realized... for the podcast listeners, can you, uh, 
I got a really slow shake of the head and just the just the saddest eyes looking back at me from Alex. Just no, honey, they don't require attunement. <laughs> <laughs> and then like a soft pat of the head, and then, I can't. But go play. I'll call you in for dinner. Well, the thing is, is that once quarantine is over, I have so many like gentle oh honey head pads that have been saved for all of you that it's just gonna be like a straight hour of me just papping you on the head. Yeah. So if you go back, you'll find yourself in the couch room again. Um, before we go too much further, it might be a good idea to go ahead and split up the gold we have in case something happens to us. What? Well, what do you we mean don't, in case? Well, nothing's well, gonna. We're a team. In case, in case somebody drops something, we we should just go ahead and split it up. You're talking about the the like twenty three hundred we found earlier. Plus 200 more. I'd rather not have a, uh, a cart situation with a total of 2,500 gold. I think the boat's not going to steal money it's, again. It's not a stealing issue. It's that we should go ahead and just make sure that we're, we don't find ourselves in a situation where we lose 2,500 gold. Well, that, I'm I'm fine with uh, here. It's uh, what did what did boats say? Was that was that 460, buddy? Yeah, 460 apiece. Okay, so there's 460 for you, and 460 for you, and 460 for you, and 460 for you. And then 200, that'd be, that'd be 30, 35? No, that doesn't sound right. 40, 40, that's the one. So 40 for you, 40 for you, 40 for you, 40 for you. Okay, there it is. It's all divided up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to the Chrysler barrels right now. Right, that's they're not, fine. They're not particularly, uh valuable until we get somewhere to sell them does that include the gold from the uh offering place no boat has not divided that up as far as i'm aware but do you go ahead and divide that up uh what the hunt the 120 that i got yeah i believe it was 102 um i mean i guess i can be convinced to divvy up the money even though i took it to protect everybody right i mean i'm just trying to protect everybody making sure Uh (laughs) uh-huh no this is I feel like this I'm, is very di- this is very uh, diplomatic. Yeah, this, uh, you know what it feels like? It feels like you're you're like, um, hey, mom and dad. Uh, I, I was wondering, like, have you written your will yet? Like, <laughs> I don't expect you to die anytime soon, but I want. Could you write it right now while we're here? I, Look, as I, I said, I, I'm nervous about another cart situation. I just want to make sure. I'm not gonna push you down the stair, but they scare me that you're getting you're getting really close to them. Write your will right now. I mean, I can I can respect it. I am a I am a strong believer of not keeping all of your eggs in one basket. At like, you know, I Th- I get it. it That's exactly it makes some my sense intention. to me. Okay, we've housekeeping done. So you enter back after you make these monetary exchanges, making sure they're all in the local currency. Of course. You walk into the couch room. Again, there's a door that you haven't opened to the east. I open it. As you walk in, the smell of the growths hits you again. Oh, man. This room seems to be some kind of armory, with several suits of bronze and bronze-edged armor of various sizes and shapes. The parts of the wall that aren't covered by the oozing growths are decorated with various shields, swords, and lances. One of the sets of armors is standing at the corner and glistening more than the others. Uh, this all is interesting, but now that this gross smell's hitting me, I'm gonna, uh, you know what? I understand where Boat and Koza come from. I'm gonna get some rations out of my pack. I've got 
a ration. I'm not. I'm not gonna ration it. I'm gonna eat it. What do you? Can I examine the um the shiny armor? As you approach it, it turns its head to you, oh. and in a booming voice, "Well met." Oh, hello, shout friend. <laughs> it's not shout friend. Boat's eyebrow cocks. <laughs> Wait, is that the first time? Real quick, because I don't think we ever called him Shout Friend. Do we ever call him Shout Friend in the we podcast? Do not, yeah, we, do we we've mentioned we've mentioned before that he's. Been I think called. We've mentioned that that's what he's called in the fandom. But we have we? I, like, so I was wondering if this is the first time we've in the podcast acknowledged the fandom and through the way of them naming something. No, we've we've acknowledged the fandom a lot in this podcast. Okay, well, we treasure <laughs> and adore them, so we reference them pretty regularly. Oh, I, 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 uh, I ignore them with the hope that they will uh, seek greater attention and therefore divest more. Um, no, I. <laughs> that's how my parents oh. treated me. It's all I know. Yeah, it's a cycle of knowing. Uh, so I know I. Uh, uh, there we have a. There's a Discord. Join our Discord. Goblingrowlers.com. Plug. The end of plug. Shout friend! Um, oh, hello. Who are you? Well met, warrior. Do you it have... has been some time since I've seen anyone. Do you have a name? I do not. Not that I recall. But I have stood here for as long as I have existed, protecting this armory. Okay, so you, you were allied with the... with, with the... the 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 metallic dragons i was i remember long ago back when i still had my soft bits i was i was a warrior for them fought in many battles you're a spirit now i am bound to this suit of armor well do you know do we need to tell you about the history of what has happened i I am only aware of what happens in this temple. I just read a book. Uh, it happens a long time ago. It all begins with Ass Masterson. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have been rooted to this space. So, as of a few hundred years ago, I I remember nothing outside of this room. Oh man, we gotta give you a name. You so you're a armory vendor? Are you a vendor? Do you have no, a name? no warrior. I am but a guardian. Guardian. But, but do, you, do you have a name? None that I remember, friend. We could call him Defender. No, this, has, this sounds... I don't know. I'm, I, I, I feel vaguely threatened. I want to defend my Defender title. <laughs> I, I, uh, why don't we call you... Why don't we call you... Uh, let's see. What am I feeling right now? Uh, starving. Let's call you Starving. I am not certain that that is the best name for me. Stav. Very, very Borosian. Stop. Well, do you have an opinion for the kind of name you'd like to have? I have not thought of it in so long. And this is the first time I've spoken with people in even longer. How about we call you Wardorf? Wardorf. If you could pronounce that, uh, sure. Waldorf. Waldorf. Waldorf, like the salad? No, Waldorf, yes. like the Muppet. I believe that to be a fine name. Okay. Um. Well, Waldorf, gosh, the the metallic dragons, they were defeated by the chromatic dragons, and 
we're now on a quest all these hundreds of years later, trying to bring the Metallic Dragons back. I am glad to see that you are here on a mission that will bring about a better world than the one we sadly seem to find ourselves in. My heart aches at the knowledge that, that the dragons have fallen. Do you remember what has caused these growths? I do not know, but I do know that they have been growing over time. It started, this room was no different than any other. But those things started coming in bit by bit, slowly getting larger and larger until their foul stench overtook this place. Is there a so way- So you haven't been able to guardian against them because they, they continue to overrun you. They do. I believe there is some source of them inside this temple. Some animalistic evil. Like a bone snake. I don't understand. Mm. Is there a way that we could unroot you from this place so that you could accompany us? I am currently welded to the floor. If you could free me, I would be happy to do so. Would you be damaged by heat? No more so than any other set of armor, I think. Well, I am capable of creating heat within the metal. It might not get hot enough to melt it, but perhaps it would make it weak enough that with the right tools we could free you from the floor. Oh, well, I've I've got a I've got a crowbar. If you warmed up his feet, then I could get the crowbar in under there and maybe we could just get enough space where pull himself free. Johannes is looking around. He doesn't have any more food. He's like going, he's poured some crumbs out of his bag and he's like eating them off the floor. And he's like, um, oh, we could get you some new armor to haunt. Can you change from armor to armor? I have never tried. I am willing to. Let us try that first. Johannes, don't eat crumbs off the floor. That's with all the gross things in this room. I don't even want to think about what that might do to your health. Well, I don't want to waste food. Uh, if I don't eat them, then, uh, then, uh, oh gosh, what's the name of my, uh, Dayquin Day, Day will eat them all. I just wanted to say squirrel nut zippers the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, will, will he? He doesn't seem to eat any more than a typical squirrel the rest of the time. Like, I'm just saying don't eat things off the floor. I'm not saying, like, don't eat at all. Although, how, again, how you can eat when smelling all of this awful nastiness, I have no idea. I don't know, man, but the, uh, get, uh, the Koza, toss me one of those b bananas. So Koza is going to reach into his bag to get the banana. I just want to check, does he feel hungry, though? As mm -hmm. he, he, okay. So he almost, he reaches in his bag and he's about to give it to Johannes. When he's... You do have a bunch. You don't have like a single oh, one. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. Here's one. I'll have one myself too. Um, Good. I'm glad we didn't have only one singular one so you didn't have to betray me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Waldorf, could you try? Here, let, let's set up one of these other, some of this other armor for you. And so I, I think as a party, we set up some other armor. Hell yeah. I All right. I don't know that you guys should be eating those. Like, I recognize their fruit, but we don't know anything about them. Yeah, they it, look like it, my favorite snake. But it, it, it might be it might be poisonous. Like, it, what? We don't Only we know nothing about this. Only one way to find out. Just look, look. Just let's get this armor set up. 
I did I will absolutely help set up the you guys should not be eating those right now. I can't no. This is come on. Have a little caution. So Koza, I'm gonna have you roll Arcana. That is going to be a 14. So as you set up the armor to pass Waldorf into, the lights inside the room start to dim as magical energy swirls about the room. After a moment, both sets of armor collapse. There is a feeling of loss, and the lights grow back as if nothing had happened. Oh. Spirit, no. are you here? Uh, Waldorf? We didn't. Waldorf. Did we just kill Waldorf? I thought he would say something if it wasn't working. Well, like, go go back into the other armor or, or something. Well, like, hold on. Maybe if we reassemble the old armor, maybe, like, I don't know. Help me put this back together. Yeah, I'm a professional yeah. armor uh, assembler. Koza helps reassemble it. Okay, I'm gonna have Koza roll assist. I'm gonna have Solonar roll to reassemble. Is oh, actually, um, specific. I do have mending. If that can somehow. There's nothing broken. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, you know. Um, Solonar, I'm going to have hearts. you. I'm gonna have uh, you roll Arcana, and I'm gonna have Koza roll assist. Well, we're off to a great start. It's a seven. I rolled a 13. I don't, do I add anything when I roll Mm -mm. an assist? Okay. No. So that's altogether, that's a nine altogether. So you're able to reassemble the armor and there feels to be some kind of energy within it, but it doesn't feel like a strong presence. Let's, let's keep this armor with us. Perhaps we can try some other way. Well, I don't know. I don't think it's going to stay intact, just like strapped to somebody's back. I'm, maybe I'm kind... he... Go ahead, Johannes. I was just going to, maybe he went somewhere to another piece of armor in the, in the place. We should go look for him. So He seemed like, like a nice enough uh, animated uh, non-soft bits kind of guy. You think he's like fragmented around the room or something? Maybe. I don't know magic well, but I, you know, I'm I know defense pretty great, so. Can I use Entangle to tangle all the armor together? Yes, but to what end? So we can keep it with us. I don't think that Entangle, you can carry the entanglement with you. I mean, that's what I mean. It's like. No, I, like you can tangle the armor together, but it's going to be rooted in the ground. But then if I cut those roots. Then the entanglement, to my understanding, okay, yeah, dissipates. Here, um, well, we can just use some rope to tie the armor together, and it might not be graceful, but we could drag it with us. Yeah. You guys are just going to drag this armor with you. Well, <laughs> again, perhaps there's something that we can find. I- I'm not sure if there's anything. I, I don't know enough to-, to bring back. Here, actually, can you wait for 10 minutes? I mean, you, you do what you're going to do, and Johannes and I can look around the room and see if there's... Uh, any, any more, like, presence in any of the rest of the little bits of armor around, and we'll see if we can put something together, and either way, hopefully, we'll make forward progress. Okay. So, like, I guess that's, like, an investigation check? Or is that Arcana? To try and find a presence in the rest of the armor pieces. Arcana. Okay. So, uh, Koza sets up spores around he like he sprinkles them and so like the cracks on the stones below like on the on the floor 
and then sits and concentrates. And his connection to the the um the the world of of mushrooms and fungus kind of gives him a vision into to the possibilities of the future as he casts augury as a ritual. Um, what are you trying to figure out? So specifically, if they take a this armor with them, is there going to be a way to bring the spirit back? Does that bring you visions or is it like a yes, no? You receive an omen from an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action that you plan to take within the next 30 minutes. The DM chooses from the following possible omens. Wheel for good results. Woe for bad results. Wheel and woe for both good and bad results. Nothing for results that aren't especially good or bad. I don't know what wheel means. W-E-A-L. It's like a boon, I think. Yeah, that's where the commonwealth comes from. It means common good. The spell doesn't take into any account any possible circumstances that might change the outcome, such as casting of additional spells or the loss or gain of a companion. If you cast the spell two or more times before completing your next long rest, there is a cumulative 25% chance for each casting after the first that you get a random reading. The DM makes this roll in secret. Yeah. So you see nothing. Well, I didn't find out as much as I'd hoped, but I have to hope that... I, I hate to think that we did something to the spirit. Johannes, if there's any way you can ask your god about what might have happened, but otherwise, if, if there's a possibility of bringing the spirit back, I do want to take this armor with us. Johannes, uh, when we, uh, do you want our, our search around the room rolls? Mm-hmm. Arcana, 14, minus 1, 13. I got a 16 plus 2, 18. So I'm going to go with Solonars just because it's the highest. I'm fine with that. There is no magical presence in this room anymore. There is something gently connected and spiritually tethered to the armor that you guys are carrying, but whatever presence was, was within it is gone now. Johannes, uh, heeding the request of Koza, looks to its shield, which he knows to be the bastion of all wealth and uh, b- bestowed upon him by his uh, by his god. And he goes, uh, d- d- soon, what do we do? And he's looking at his shield and it, like there's a reflection in it. And he like is like um, slowly lowers his arm because he hasn't responded to him. And he sees a door in the in the shield. And he's like, oh, I just. We move through the door. We move on. There is a door to the to the east side of the wall. It leads to a hallway that goes north. As there's this terrible screeching noise of armor being dragged across the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Alerting any room. monsters in the area. Well, right. I like, oh, I like speaking to think of which... that we're a, we're a, like, a, what's the name of it? The Silent Hill uh, pyramid head esque. Yes. Oh God, yeah. no. But That's were that were that yeah. to the villains? So there's a door. Oh, God. So there's a door on the east wall of this room, and it leads yep. to a hallway going north. Yes. Quick thing. Um. So I, I realize this is making a lot of noise, and that's no good. So I use my staff to, I, I channel energy through the staff to cast Pass Without a Trace. Sure, I'll allow that to work for screeching dragged armor. Well, that's fine. Mechanically, it Mecha- it makes sense. It's just such a 
Uh, I mean, I, I think also we take like some fabric that we find and like put it underneath it so it's not directly on the metal. Um, things like that. So it's more like we'd be dragging just, a just, tarp. Just soften so, it up a little bit so it stops screeching on the floor so much. So, Johannes. Is it a problem that we ate bananas? Johannes, you're going, you're the vanguard heading to the north hallway, right? Of course. And you're just going to keep going in? Yeah. What's your armor class? 21. Maybe more. Give me one second. 21. As you walk, you hear coming up quickly, but starting dimly, a (laughs) sound. Uh, only to see spinning blades shoot out of the wall and almost dice you up like a slap chop. You duck backwards <laughs> out of the way. Oh, no. So I have plus two range AC because I have an arrow catching shield on one hand. So I have a 23 when something's a projectile. So they it's, come out of the walls and I'm just like, Achah! it's not a projectile. Good, take all that back. I step back and I'm like, no! (laughs) Don't slice me in twain like I... uh, Don't do it. I peeked my mic twice. The rest of you did witness this. Ah! (laughs) God, you got some Neil Breen acting chops there. Uh, Solonar's gonna gonna kind of move up towards the front of the group and be like, ah, spinning blades, a classic trap. Is there like a lever or something on the other side of the hallway? Uh, you want to roll investigation? Uh, sure. Also, uh, Alon, I misinformed you. Your arrow catching shield does require attunement. Oh, well, yeah, I'm attuned. I figured you were, but I was just letting you know. It a 15. You do find a trap hidden, a trap trigger hidden in the wall to your left. It looks like you could use your thieves tools to disarm it. Oh, I really hope I don't break these. Uh, Solonar attempts to use his thieves' tools to disarm the trap. Go ahead and roll. 17. You hear a soft but but audible click. And you see the blades that were previously sitting there after trying to destroy Johannes rescind into the side of the wall. You feel confident that it is disarmed. Now... Do I feel confident that whatever floor trigger set it off in the first place is also disarmed? Or do I feel confident that I've turned the trap off and it won't, uh, it's, it's just off and could be activated again? You feel confident you have disarmed the trap. Okay. All right. We should be good to go from here forward. Yay! At least for a little bit. The hallway leads to a room with a locked door. Though... After the trap was disarmed, you see, like, visibly, you can see from across the hallway, the lock slide down and effectively unlock the door. The room appears to have once been some kind of library, with enormous bookcases carved with austere, militaristic designs. The strange, fleshy growths that have started to become a common sight are confined to corners and in the walls. Their presence is very minimal. Simple wooden tables and chairs, while dusty, are scattered around undamaged. Some tables have open tomes, seemingly abandoned in the middle of reading. Beyond this, there's going to be a door to the north. I go to the north door. All right. The door appears to open. It doesn't seem to have anything weird about it. And it leads to an adjacent room. 
Hold on a second, Johannes. Let's make sure there isn't anything temple important in some of these open books. Of course. I I you know, wasn't thinking about reading. I'm just too hungry. Uh, well, like, but you just had rations, and then you had one of the one of the banana things. After you had rations, like you should be good. You I, you should be good, man. I I mean I don't know what to tell you. It's I guess I've been using a lot of energy hauling around these heavy shields. Kosa's gonna look for uh, any books that have to do with binding spirits. <laughs> Solinar, uh, kind of like Solinar looks at looks at Johannes and then like looks around the room, and then he's like, "All right, between between the three of you." This is getting a little bit, a little bit out of hand. Uh, it, does, does somebody have like, does somebody, now I'm hungry, which is weird because this stuff smells gross. So I like, can somebody like magic or something like, can we, can we check ourselves out? Like something's going on. I hate it. Arlita, I hate all of it. Yeah, I am. I've actually been eating at the berries in my pack for a little while now. Can I roll insight on my hunger? What are you trying to suss out? If it's a natural hunger. Like, would okay. I be hungry this quickly after eating? Yeah, okay. Solinar's gonna start snacking on his, uh, sachet of trail mix. Uh, that's gonna be an 11, or 21. This hunger isn't natural. There's something wrong about it. But as you keep going, not only can you not stop it, it seems to be getting worse. Solonar, you're right. This isn't a natural hunger. I'm realizing now. We should be mindful. Try not to eat any more than you would normally eat. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm hearing what you're saying. I just like... I don't, I don't know how long we've been down here. So like, maybe, maybe it is a normal time for me to be eating. So like, I'm gonna. I'll just finish up this trail mix, and then I'll probably be fine. Right. I think that's okay. But like, what do you what do you think's going on? You say it's not normal. I don't know what it is. Um, can you roll an Arcana, maybe? Mm-hmm. Solinar polishes off the trail mix, and then is like looking at the leaf that it was wrapped in, and he's like, "Uh, I mean, I'm still hungry though. Like." You're gonna eat, maybe you're gonna eat that, that leaf. Maybe that wasn't enough. I don't wait, Alita. Is this leaf edible? She kind of is staring at it herself. I yeah, I think it is. I'll go ahead and have this leaf. Um, I I, I mean, if are you gonna eat all of it? I mean, I was planning to, but like, I, you guys are giving me kind of kind of some looks here, which I'm not appreciating. Is that? Look, eat your own trail mix. I've got, I, this is my trail mix that you gave us when we first, like, departed from the glade. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I only got a five on that arcana, so... Shrug! No idea! Can I do another arcana check to see if the, the magical feeling I get from the armor is because there's a, a little remnant of a um, presence left, or if it's just, like, magical armor? allow it uh, uh as solinar is shoveling seven. the leaf into his face he's like why doesn't somebody use like um 
like uh, detect magic or something. I got a seven for that. Well, if you give me a... Here, we'll take another 10-minute break as Koza does detect magic as a ritual. I don't think we should take a 10-minute break. I, we need to forge ahead. I'm too hungry and we don't have any food to sit here for 10 minutes. Well, then, then let's carry on. I guess I'll just keep pulling this armor with me. I did look around the room for a, a book. There are several books, but none of the books talk about binding okay, spirits. Okay, okay, Most sorry. of the books that are going to be in this room are going to talk about seafaring, tales of epic heroes, or military strategies. Okay. Yeah, uh, don't worry about it then. We can come back and check this out later. As you walk through to the next room, you find a skeleton slouched in the corner, clutching something desperately. Scrawled on the walls, carved in desperation is the phrase. It cannot hear, only smell. It cannot see, only hunt. Cannot reason, only eat. over at Koza because there's a part of her that wonders if he has grown like a beard in the time that, <laughs> that Johannes was talking. She sees no beard and sighs with relief. She sees no beard and sighs with relief. 